How big does the rebar need to be to beef up a new driveway? What kind of gas pipe do you need to be smoking? And nobody likes low water pressure in the shower. What do you do about it? All these questions and more on the super podcast of Texas Home Improvement. Here's Jim Dutton. One of the email questions that uh, came in from Matt. Can you please tell the size of rebar and what the center should be for a new driveway? Thank you. Well, you know, most companies will use wire mesh and they got six inch grids on that wire mesh. I hate it because no matter what you do, the wire mesh is going to be under the concrete. They always say, oh, well, we're going to pull it up as we go. Reach down, grab your boots, pick yourself up. Ain't happening. Neither is that re- that uh, wire mesh being pulled up. So at Due West, what we use is rebar. And I recommend that to everybody. Whether you use Due West or not, use a number three rebar, 12 to 16-inch centers. And that's so you can walk between the grids without pushing them down into the dirt. And that will give you a good driveway, patio, sidewalks. And, you know, it doesn't cost hardly anything extra to use that rebar versus using wire mesh. But it the, the longevity of the concrete job is so much better. You know, when you look at most driveways, the way they crack up and, and start pulling apart is because the wire mesh is under the, underneath the concrete. And honestly, when I build a foundation... I do the same thing. I use rebar. I don't use wire mesh in the foundation for that very reason. I want this, the concrete to last. And, you know, when you look at the specs for any concrete pour, the reinforcing should be encased in the concrete, not under it. And that's the reason for using the rebar. You can easily get it into the concrete where it belongs, uh, and then as far as the concrete strength, most of the time for a driveway or patio, even a home's foundation, 3,000 PSI is what most people are using. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you want to kick it up a little bit to 3,500 or 4,000, hey, no problem with that either. Uh, just keep in mind there is such a thing as, as overkill on it. So, uh, But yeah, you can definitely um, beef it up that way. Uh, let's see. We'll jump into a, another call here. Catherine. Hey, Jim. Thank you so much for taking my call. I really appreciate it. Um, I, was, I have right now a, an electric cooktop uh, on my countertop, and I'm, I'm going to be redoing my countertops, and I was thinking of going with a gas cooktop, and I do have a, it is outfitted for gas. I was, a plumber told me that, so that I have that option. But I just wondered, is there any real, uh, is there any way I could do it without putting a hood above my gas, if I do get the gas cooktop? Can, can I just keep my cabinets above it, or is there something bad that could happen because it's gas? Well, gas or electric, you typically have to have a vent hood above mm-hmm. or or within the unit itself to to take the air out i mean uh are, are you putting it in the same spot that your current one is 
I am. And right now I have a Gen Air, so it has the, you know, a grill, too, on the stove. So it's not right. anything super fancy. But, you know, when I cook steaks on it, well, then it just pulls the air out from underneath the stovetop outside, I think, or something. Right. Yeah. Typically, the Gen Air has a pipe in the ground that, that goes outside. And mm-hmm. you can get gas stovetops that use that same pipe. I did not know that. No kidding, Jim. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that you can do the same thing that, that it has now. Okay, Jim, do you know where, I mean, I was thinking of Nebraska Furniture Mart, but you used to advertise for a company that was kind of a home-owned company that, I, you know. Absolutely. And uh, Norwest Appliant. Appliant. Norwest Appliance uh, is who you're thinking about. You can give them a call at 713-688-0372, and uh, they can help you you with uh, the systems that are available for that. But uh, absolutely, you don't have to uh, go with the hood top if you've already got the vent pipes that will take it out uh, underneath the home that way. So, yeah, roll it out that way, and you'll be just fine. Dennis, this is Jim. How can I help you? Hey, Jim. I've got a question. I have a house that was built in 1974, and I don't have really great water pressure. So I was curious of what I, I'm on a well, but I was curious what I can, the maximum PSI I can use, you know, to put into the, from the well to the house and see if that would help. Yeah, and when you say you don't get, you're not getting good water pressure, are you getting good water flow, just not pressure? Right. Right, and you can now. It's weird because I mean, I'm sure because it's an older house, but you can like the manifold in the main restroom in the in the hall. You can actually hear the water through there. Like it's pretty loud. Yeah. Well, as far as the amount of pressure that you can run, you know, typically on a well, and I'm not sure why they do this, but they'll have those things running at like 35 to 50 psi, where city pressure. On your house will typically run 50 to 80. Okay. So you, you've got well, you, plenty of room to kick it up and not okay. have to worry well, about your pipes about at all. Age. Yeah, I was concerned about the age of my pipes. Would you think that's okay? I mean, it's probably copper, right? Yeah, they're, at, on that t- time frame, it's going to be copper pipes more than likely. Uh, now, the thing that you're going to probably run into is going to be you've probably got a lot of buildup in those pipes. So, and that's the reason I was asking, are you getting good water flow, just not a lot of pressure? Because if you're getting good water flow, the, the pipes are typically fairly clean still, uh, and you can crank the pressure up some and not have to worry about it. But, it, you know, if the water's only trickling out, uh, all the pressure in the world's not going to fix that problem. Right. No, no, we get, I mean, the, the water flow's good. I mean, there's, there's, there's obviously one sink, but that could be just in the, itself i guess but yeah but the water pre- the water pressure when it when i did kick yeah. it up to 60 65 the other day it actually it, you know it was amazing the difference but i was worried about leaving it you know up that hard somebody said you know but i just had a brand new pump put in my well and they said that i was going to put that much stress on that well but i don't and you're going to be yeah you, you are going to put more stress on your pump on the well uh, but you know <laughs> Hey, if you want pressure, turn it up. Now, you have a second option, and that is to put an inline booster pump. And that will run the pressure up without having to put the undue pressure on the well itself. 
do I do it just from the outlet right there at the pump house or the, the inline booster pump? Yeah, you actually could put it right there in in the in the pump house and and not have to uh, not have to do anything special inside the house itself. Okay, so I, I guess you just go online and find those somewhere. Oh, no, uh, yeah, or you can, you can get them even at, uh, like, uh, more Plumbing Supply or uh, Ferguson's, Morrison's, any of the plumbing supply stores. You're not going to find it at the box stores, but the plumbing supply stores can get it for you. Okay, cool. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate you. You bet. You take care. Mitchell? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, I have a, uh, a quote to replace an AC unit, including the, uh, the, the blower, I guess, the air handler inside. Uh it, it's my system's, uh, I think it's a 12 sear. It's the older one, probably 15 years old. And they said they had to swap out the the uh, inside unit to comply with the new uh, refrigerant. Uh, but they don't have to replace the, the AC line going from the AC unit to the blower. They said they can only just blow that out. It does not require replacement. They can blow it out and clean it out. Uh, so, so two questions: Is that correct? And the second question: What the foundation foundation is lifted uh, during a foundation repair? What's the probability of those AC lines breaking, or do, does the do the contractors just disconnect the AC unit to negate that? Well, uh, the first question, uh, as far as is the line, does it need to be replaced? Your better contractors will always replace that when they're putting in a new system. Uh, especially with the change of the coolants. Uh, now, okay. are there ways to clean them out? There are, but you're still then dealing with an old line. So I personally, with my air conditioning company, we replace them when we put in a new system. Uh, okay. As far as it being an issue for doing foundation repair, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. Um, you know, I own a foundation repair company. I've done over 150,000 jobs and have never had an AC line break doing that. Okay, even with a pretty big dip in, in the, the foundation? Uh, the, the most I've had to level one is 18 inches oh, wow. out of level. Uh, you know, if, if it's going to start putting where it's putting a, a str- like the the condensing unit outside is say staying down and you're having to pick the house up and and the line starts lifting the condensing unit outside uh yeah your ac contractors or your 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 foundation contractor should start lifting up the ac unit with it then uh and and that avoids having any stress on it okay outstanding thank you sir okay I appreciate it. You bet. You take care. And, of course, if you need foundation repair, I, I would ask you to call my company, Due West Foundation Repair, at 972-406-0912. Let's head up to Decatur. And, Jeff, this is Jim. How can I help you? I was wondering, are so- solar attic fans uh, a good investment? I love solar attic fans. Now, my my first choice is always going to be ridge vents, and then after ridge vents, I go into the attic fans. Uh, and over the years, I've preferred the solar because they have fewer problems over the years than the electrical ones. But the the electrical ones have been upgraded over the last few years. In fact, I was over at Arrington Roofing talking with them about that yesterday. And uh, in the last five years, they've made some great strides in the electrical uh, attic fans. So 
Uh, you can go either way. Okay, thank you, sir. You bet. You take care. And ventilation in the attic is critical. I mean, you got to have plenty of intake, plenty of exit. Uh, rule of thumb, for every 150 square foot of attic space you have, you need one square foot of ventilation and split it between the exit and the entrance coming into the attic. But the other thing you got to have is good insulation in the attic. Tom, how can I help you today? Yes, sir. I'm replacing the bladder tank on my well house, and okay. the old one's water. The old one's waterlogged, and you talk about a bear to get that thing out of the building, <laughs> full of water. But, uh, yes, it is. Anyway, so I'm I'm uh, wondering if I, with that new when I put the pressure switch gauge, you know that manifold with all three or four things coming off of it. Can, can I come out right. of the bottom of that bladder tank with a, uh, what I would call like a riser pole? It, does it have a place to put one? What or are you try, trying to tie it into the line that you got coming out? Building all, all new plumbing coming out of the bladder tank. And so right. when I come so out of the bladder tank, I've got that, what's that manifold thing called that has the... It is just a manifold, I mean. Okay. So I want to bring that it, manifold it's up It's typically the primary well. line. Coming. Oh, yeah, you definitely you can do that. I mean, uh, now, most of the time, they, they try to keep those off the, the bottom. So typically, you know, the, the line comes out the bottom of the tank, bring it out, raise it up so you're up off the, the floor. And uh, like on my own, I had mine down in a pit in, in, a, in a well house uh, that was underground. And so you wanted that off the ground in case... You ever had water accumulate in the bottom, so not everything was sitting underwater. Uh, so, yeah, you'll have no problem with that at all. You don't want to necessarily bring it up where you're, say, five feet off the ground or anything, so it's all eye level. But uh, to bring it up a, a foot or two is not a problem. Okay, so just bring a pipe out of the bottom of that bladder, put a 90 on it, come up 18, yep. 24 inches, and then, then install my manifold. Correct. Yeah. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because that pressure gauge, they say, uh, you know, you get all kinds of opinion on YouTube videos, you know. <laughs> I said, yep. I don't know who to call. So, but I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and, so much. you know, a lot, of them will, a lot of them will say you want it down at the bottom, but honestly, you can raise it up that way and it'll work just fine. Uh, mine was actually uh, 22 inches above ground surface or above the the ground in there and and it did just fine thanks for joining us for the super podcast of texas home improvement jim has lots more on youtube on the tv show and at thipro.com have a good one we'll see you next time